everybody. You are listening to Hotter Than Health, the podcast. This is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, and an overall healthy lifestyle. My name is Eliza Gellman, and I am so happy to have you here with me for today's episode. This is Eliza Gelman, your host today. And if it sounds like I'm sleeping, I'm not. I'm just laying on my bed. I haven't done a solo episode in a while, and I'm just so excited. I was yawning earlier and just thinking, like, God, I just I don't have anything to talk about. And then as soon as the mic comes on, I just get so pumped because I got some good questions for today's Q and A, and um, it's more questions that I don't that I used to answer that I used to talk about more of. And today we're just kind of getting back to the roots of it. And I think you guys are really going to like it. But like I said, this is episode 112. Thank you guys for being here. If you haven't gotten the chance to check out episode 111, it was fantastic. And I know I talked about it last week, but we had Courtney Brandenburg on. She is a doctor of chiropractic and we talked about chronic pain, stress, how to prevent chronic illnesses, low carb. We talked about everything and it was so fantastic. So make sure you check that out and give her a follow. Um, I know a couple of people reached out and said that they had messaged her for either a chiropractic reference or had scheduled an appointment with her. So that was freaking awesome. So getting into today's episode, we're going to do a Q&A and I'm pumped. I haven't done it in a while and I was thinking, should I even do a solo episode? But what I want to tell y'all is I think one, you're going to love this episode because it's got some valuable stuff that you haven't heard before Two, next week or is it the week after? Hello, I'll look at my calendar. I just don't don't want to distract, so I'm not bringing it up right now. But we are going to have Sadie Lincoln on the podcast. We're interviewing Sadie. She is the CEO and um, founder of Bar 3. And a couple months back, I wrote on my Instagram, and if you don't follow, it's at Eliza G underscore fitness. I asked you guys if there was anyone who you thought had a killer story, who you guys really liked to hear speak. And y'all really, I had hands down the most requests for her. So I reached out to her, we scheduled something and I actually did a bar class with her via Skype the other day and oh my god, it was great. And I'm honestly not even the biggest bar person. I just think it's really fantastic for low impact. I think that it's it's great, but it's just always kind of you know, I've always thought of bars being you know, a little bit too pretty. And I did it and it felt so good. There was kind of a mixture of a flow of yoga, of stretch, and then of also the instructor. I wish I knew her name, but damn, she was good. She was so, um, she was so methodical. Her transitions were very smooth. She was super great at teaching you how to activate things. So um, if you get a chance to check out bar three, highly recommend. Even if you're not a bar person, their instructors are just brilliant. And I think that their online courses are probably even better. I used no weights just because I was like taking a lunch break and then I, fuck it, I don't have a lunch break, but you know, it was like midday and I saw the notification pop up. I was like, oh yeah, I'm doing this for sure. And it actually ended up being awesome. And I was sweating, which was great for my living room. So tangent, I know she'll be on the podcast in a couple of weeks today. You just have me. You're so lucky. So before we get into today's topic, let me let me sit up for one second. And honestly, I think I need a yawn. <sighs> Sexy. 
sweet. I'm I'm just chipper as can be today. I'm actually in a really great mood. It's just I kind of feel like you know that feeling where you're outside in the cold like the really you're in cold cold weather and you're outside for more than five or ten minutes and then you come back inside and your jaw is unable to move a lot your lips are kind of numb from being so frozen it's it's almost like your body just starts to get a little rigid outside so your body is just moving really slow but it's 65 degrees out here and we actually have the heat on in the house so that's for sure not the case I think I'm just moving slow but I'm actually feeling so much better now that I'm sitting up I just can't be I guess sleeping when I am podcasting shocking wow quick updates before we get into today's episode so I wanted to ask a couple questions. Of course, here I am, self-indulgent, talking to myself, what I do best. Um, I want to know, so I've reached out to a couple of different brands and we're in the middle of talking about show sponsorships and whether or not we're going to work together. If we can figure something out, I think it'd be really, really awesome to get some new names on here and to give you guys some more product and some more value and things that I think would be really enhancing for your lives. And these are all, again, products that I've like vetted. I really enjoy. I really love. But there is one CBD company that I have been speaking with specifically, and I'm not going to name it yet until we have everything figured out. But if you guys would be interested in some discounted CBD, really high quality products, they're not as what I really like about them is they seem more medical grade and they seem not medical grade, but they just seem a little bit more, um, well-researched. They're all organic and they're all really, um, high milligram broad spectrum. So the reason I reached out to them is because I had really wanted to find a company that I could, um, you know, have really high quality CBD for nighttime and for daytime. There are just some mornings where I wake up and even if I've had a good night of sleep and I don't have anything crazy planned for the day, nothing bad has happened, you just wake up a little bit anxious. I don't know why and it's I, I don't touch my phone in the morning. It's like I feel like I have a fantastic morning routine to reduce anxiety, but sometimes it's just it's in my spine, like it's in my shoulders, it's in my chest and I just, I feel it all day and I don't want that. So, but I also don't want to give up my morning coffee or matcha. So what I've done is reach out to this brand and we are talking about partnering together and I was like, listen, I really want to find a brand that has a really great sleep CBD, but that doesn't knock me out. I kind of want it to just lull me to sleep and then keep me asleep. And I don't want it to be habit forming. I want to be able to travel with it. I don't want to like really, really miss it if I don't use it. And so she recommended a couple of different kinds. They're incredible. I am so excited about them. And then she also recommended one that she even mentioned. I say she as in the woman who I've been talking to. She's been putting, I I mentioned that I wanted to put CBD in my coffee. I was like, hey, coffee and or matcha is a non-negotiable for me in the morning and I know I can do decaf blah 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 or like a smaller cup but I just like the volume I like to sip on it for a while so whatever and she said that this kind it doesn't clearly it doesn't like mix well with coffee oil and water doesn't really mix well together but it's the same concept you can put it in the bottom of your coffee mix it up if you do um, any sugar or any type of cinnamon I'm thinking that I'm going to mix it in the CBD I'm going to mix it in with cinnamon in the bottom of my coffee mug and then I'll put creamer and then I'll put uh, 
my coffee in there and obviously it's not gonna be perfect but I think it'll mix a little bit better and at least like absorb some of the cinnamon flavor so gonna try that I'm super pumped and she said it's not gonna make you sleepy it's just gonna kind of neutralize you so that you're awake but you're not anxious so I'm so excited about that if you guys are interested in CBD I'd love to hear your feedback please let me know we'll obviously get you a discount code and if it's a good fit and if the products are high quality But other than that, you know, a lot of questions come about about CBD. I actually had one come in today when I asked you guys for recommendations for questions for this podcast. And a number of people asked about CBD and stress and supplements, things like that. So I think it'll be a good fit and we have enough people listening to the podcast and it'll definitely be worth it. I just wanted to make sure that it's something you guys would be interested in and find value in. Okay, so basically uh, what we're going to do today is I asked a couple of different questions. I said, hey, going to do a Q&A. We'll do lifestyle, nutrition, and overall wellness. So personal questions, whatever, we're going to get into it. Um, before we do, <laughs> again, self-indulgent, who do I think I am? Just talking about myself because here I am and this is what I pulled all you guys in. And you guys, I actually don't want to hear it. Solo episodes, I think they're important to do. Keeps us connected. This is my diary. You guys know more than anyone. I share more on the podcast than I do on the Instagram. The goal would someday be to have as plenty of people listening to the podcast so that I don't even need to be on Instagram. That would be incredible. I feel like life would just be oh, so great. Anyways, I'm sure I could do that right now, but I just, you know, I wanted to grow a little bit more. With that, I have two shameless plugs. And then we'll get into it. As I keep saying, God, if I could have a dollar for every time I said, let's get into it. I just want to fucking just, I hate when people say that. I hate when people say that. You know what I also can't stand is when people say, it's the blank for me. Like, it's the croissant for me. It's the coffee with whipped cream for me. It's the mm for me. So it's just, it triggers me in the same way that hearing all of the things oh, we, we drink all of the wines. We drink all of the drinks. We drink all of the wines. We eat all of the snacks. We eat all of the desserts. I just, I don't like that phrase. I think it sounds stupid and it's just all of the things that I hate. (laughs) Cool. Back to things that are good. The, I think this podcast, honestly, my computer is so slow that it keeps stopping in between every 15 words that I say. And maybe that just means, Liza, stop talking about yourself. But guess what? Not going to. Two shameless plugs. All right. First shameless plug. It's actually not shameless. I'm fucking pumped about this. So Nourish and Elevate. I've talked about it on, I talked about it on last week's episode. And if you follow me on Instagram, I've been posting about it a ton. And I am posting about it a ton because I am that pumped about it. So Nourish and Elevate, if you are a first time listener here, then what I'm doing is April 1st, so you still have, it's only March 17th today, and it'll be March 18th by the time um, you guys are hearing this. So if you are hearing this in between now and April 1st, I can't decide if I'm going to cut it off on like March, the end of March or first day of April. I'm not sure. But you'll have until then to sign up. Super affordable. But what it is is going to be um, one month 30 days just to reset. We're going to go through um, everything that you can really think of as far as like your wellness journey. So, and I hate saying wellness journey, but that's really what it is. It's, I've been getting so many questions on people saying that they are unsure of how to, you know, 
eat on their own. They don't know how to intuitively eat. They have been in this diet culture. They've been dieting for their whole lives, maybe, or 10 plus years, even one plus year. And you can get so addicted to the diet culture. People are counting macros constantly. They think that if they're, um, they go to a restaurant, they have to order the worst stuff. They have to order the things that are going to make them feel bad because they're like, it doesn't count. We're at a restaurant. It's fine. But then they go home and they make the same decisions. So the whole thing is really just figuring out how do you actually want to feel and then adopting that those characteristics and then becoming them and then leading into better food decisions. All in all, we're going to have four different workshops. You do not have to commit perfectly to this plan. A lot of people who are messaging me about this they're like I really want to do nourish and elevate but I just feel like I can't fully commit to it and that's it's fine you're not signing up to do a a triathlon you're <laughs> signing up for a one month program that you get the materials that you need in the beginning if you can't make it to the zoom calls I record them and I send them to you it is all good you're going to have what you need I'll send you information we'll do emails throughout and there you go if you can do this 50% if you can do this it's worth it. And what I have also been hearing is people doing it a lot with their friends. Um, And I think what is attracting most people to it is they've had a plateau or they just have no idea how to actually, um, they have no idea how to eat clean. They're like, I really just want to be healthy. I want to have energy. I want to have sex drive. I want to have better digestion. I want to poop every day. And they just want to feel better. Like this is spring. Things are starting to bloom. Things are starting to open up. The skies are, you know, the clouds are parting and the sun is coming out and the trees are out and it's just uh, trees are out what you know I just think that this is a great time of year to focus more on eating clean simplifying and a lot of other questions have come around like yeah but these recipes are probably going to be really complicated because they're going to be healthy which is the exact opposite you know I think that a lot of people confuse health with you know, an acai bowl that has fairy wings and like uh, toenail clippings of otters and all of these random different ingredients that they think are for their health and that is fine, but you don't need chlorella tablets in your water every single morning to be healthy. You don't need maca root powder in your espresso every single afternoon so that you have balanced energy. Like it doesn't have to be that complicated. Everything comes in levels. Start by super simplifying your nutrition and your daily habits before you start picking up all these different supplements. And, you know, I say that with a grain of salt. It kind of just depends on where you are. But if you're starting bare bones and you're just thinking, okay, I want a better mindset around food. I want a better mindset around my body. I want to be able to have energy throughout the day and I want to be able to know what to get at the grocery store or be able to throw together a really quick healthy meal at the end of the day or for lunch and not have to worry about it taking three hours. So if that's you, sign up for the program. You can click on the link in the show notes and it'll just have a link to nourish and elevate. You'll see it. It's super simple. You sign up, you get what you need a couple days before the program starts, and then we're good to go and we'll get started. Don't overthink it. Don't think you have to do it perfectly. Just if you think you should, then do it. That's all it is. Don't overcomplicate things. Same as everything in life. If your gut says you should do it and you think it'll be helpful, sign up. If not, don't do it. Okay. Um, And then last plug, obviously, have to talk about Aura Organics. Aura Organics have been working with them for years now. Love them. 
die for them think they're incredible I um had a very indulgent weekend the other weekend we had tacos we had margaritas oh no I'm sorry that was the weekend before Jesus Christ um last weekend you're gonna love this we were at home team in Charleston if you're not familiar with the Charleston area home team is um just a staple restaurant in the area where they are known for barbecue and wings and nachos and this thing called a game changer, right? So I was quote unquote good. I didn't have a game changer that normally I black after black out after four sips. And I had what's called an Irish coffee, which is like full of dairy and Kahlua and vodka and probably a million other fucking things that I shouldn't be having like made with Crisco. I have no idea, but it is so good. It's like a frozen chocolate slushy that gets you fucked up. So I had two of those and then I had a couple other drinks that day and then I had tater tots and we had nachos there was definitely cheese on the nachos and dear god I will not be traveling outside of the outside of my home without digestive enzymes again the digestive enzymes from Aura Organics, basically, they make it feel like you have a bunch of little mouths helping you digest. It's not going to make you run to the bathroom. It's not going to make you do anything like that. It basically just helps you break down and absorb your food so that you don't feel super exhausted and bloated and gross afterwards. So if you struggle with any of those things after meals, highly, highly recommend. I recommend them even if you're going out to eat and you don't know necessarily what's in the food. Really good for helping break down Um oils which can be super super inflammatory and tough on our digestion so definitely check those things out I use the chocolate protein I'm obsessed with it Um, I've heard the greens powder is great I haven't tried it but I also do the probiotics every single day make sure that you guys use the code Eliza G 15 for 15 percent off at checkout and make sure you guys are doing the digestive enzymes and the probiotics they're so fantastic all right so Let's get into today's episode. God, why is that my default saying want to vomit? I I don't know why I do it. Anyways, we're going to get into some questions. The first question I got that I actually really liked, and it kind of reminds me of our old school episodes, you know, when we were still just young and dumb, doing the episodes in my car, which actually wasn't even that long and sometimes the acoustics are really good in the car but who am I to say that I can't use my bedroom which is where I am right now and someday we'll have show sponsors that will pay me enough money that I can get a recording studio and you guys will just love it and eat it all up and everyone will come visit Charleston this I'll have an actual headset and not have to hold a mic like I'm trying to be Britney Spears in seventh grade and I'll actually have a headset that has a microphone on it so I can use my hands and be more elaborative oh she's spiraling all right first question and oh I'm not gonna say who this is because you know Anon but this girl is just the best I remember she was like she's an influencer and she wrote me this question and I remember she posted that she listened to my podcast and I was so thrilled so if you know who you are and this is your question feel free to repost it all the time swipey links and by the way y'all I have to say something this is unlikable I'm fully aware of that but if you, if you have swipey links on your Instagram, you have no idea how beneficial and huge that is. I swear, all I want, I've never been like, oh, I want a lot of followers on Instagram at all, at all. But I would like 10K so that I can do swipey links because so many people ask for random links and things and questions for products. And all I would like to be able to do 
is send them over the direct link or have them swipe up for a specific episode. It would make life so much easier. And that's my shameless plug. So if you're a listener, you have 10K followers and you're listening to this, I will, I won't pay you physical money, but I'm sending you energetic dollar bees to do a swipey link for whatever episode resonates for you the most here. I know that's an ask, but I'm trying to do a lot of gives with giveaways and things like that. Also giveaway coming on Instagram in about a week. Cool. All right. Jesus, has it been 30 minutes and I haven't recorded this question? Okay. So the first question is about lifestyle and it's how do you get rid of negative and toxic people in your life? So this is something that everyone in some in some instance in their life has had to deal with or is currently dealing with or has helped someone deal with. And again, this is just from personal experience. This is not necessarily advice. I'm not a licensed therapist. However, I have two things to say about this. One, I think it is always worth it to evaluate a situation to determine if it's actually negative and toxic or if you just don't like what they're saying, maybe giving you feedback. I know I've had situations where people have given me advice or feedback or they haven't liked something that I've done and I started to distance myself from them because I just didn't like that they didn't like what I was doing. But in the end, people are allowed to do whatever they want to do and have their own opinions. Now, if that person is being a total see you next Tuesday and telling you that you're an idiot and saying all these awful, terrible things to you, then yeah, maybe you don't need someone like that in your life. But if you are, um, if it's fighting fire with fire, I think it's always nice to at least try to have some type of resolution and communicate with a person first and say, you know, if this person is that important to you that you're having to even question having them in and out of your life, then I think it's worth a conversation because there's nothing worse than shutting someone out completely and then having guilt or undercover resentment of not having had a conversation with them or tried to clear it up. And there's always going to be that what if, right? So if there's a person in your life a friend maybe who's extremely flaky, that talks crap about you, that is never had your back, chooses other people over you, thinks that like maybe they're hanging out with new friends and they just are completely throwing you to the side. You know, I think that if it, if you actually desire to have them in your life, then yeah, I would have a conversation with them and say, look, what you've been doing has really affected me and I'm not sure where we, you know, started to really deviate from our friendship, but I don't want to stop hanging out with you, but the way you've been acting has been making me feel X, Y, and Z. And, you know, if they're super defensive and they can't own up to anything or at least apologize and hear you, and not even that they have to apologize, but they have to hear you and say, listen, I don't ever mean to offend you and I don't ever mean to say these things and I'll try and work on X, Y, and Z. And, and who knows, maybe there's something that's really bothered them from something from the past and it'll give you an opportunity to wake it up. Now, here's here's the other side of the coin. If this person is, let's say it's like a boyfriend who has cheated in the past and you're still having undercover issues and they don't honor your feelings. And look, 
I think a second chance is always beautiful, but if this person has been shady to you in any way after making a mistake like that, get out. Your gut, like it is time to get clear. I say don't drink for a couple weeks. You clear your diet out and you clear clean your room. You do everything that you need to do to clean your shit up so that your intuition can be as clear as possible and your gut will tell you, it will give you signs, it will tell you that little man will be on your shoulder saying, you don't need him. It will be hard, but you don't need him. And if you're just with someone because you're scared of the pain of not being with them, that is a huge reason why you need to not be with them, okay? Don't waste your life knowing that you might not end up with this person, knowing that you're probably not going to end up with this person or you shouldn't end up with this person, whether it's a friend or a lover. Don't waste your time when you could be building your, you know, emotional and self-empire on someone who is not supportive, who you have to waste your time not trusting. That's fucking crazy. We get one life and... In my personal experience, I've definitely had people in my life who are energy suckers. And when I say that, it's just they don't feed me. They're complaining constantly or they have really just, I feel like you, when if you feel like you've really kind of outgrown someone and you're trying to make a lot of progress, maybe they're not. And it becomes a little toxic in the sense of, if they're not like feeding your energy or supporting you, then maybe it is time to phase away. Maybe it's time to slowly, you know, you don't have to say yes to all those plans. You don't have to text them all the time. You don't have to, you know, you can mute them. You can mute your stories on Instagram. You can, I think slowly starting to phase people out is a huge way, a beautiful way to slowly slowly see if you actually miss that person and some people just need to rip the band-aid that that's just not me I'm not gonna like call someone and be like hey by the way we're not hanging out anymore because you're making me feel this way I'm not like that I'm not as confrontational so I think phasing people out and filling up your time with people and things that you enjoy and don't feel guilty if you want to go out to dinner with another group of friends or if you want to spend time around other people, or even if you just want to spend more time by yourself, if these people are exhausting you to the point where you you just need a break from them, you're like, okay, I can hang out with them for a little bit, but they just are so negative and they're constantly complaining, but they never do anything about it, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it sounds like you've outgrown them and it's okay to phase that out by crowding it out. I think that crowding it out is such a great way to go because you're going to maybe miss them less, but you know if you miss them at all at that point, then maybe it'll be worth it to introduce them back in the future. You know what I'm saying? Did that come out right? I don't know. I doubt it. But that was my rant on that. And that's something that I think is super, super valuable. It's just, if you think back, here, here's, here's my rule of thumb with this one. If you have at least one good friend that you've had for like five or more years, then I think you're good. The longer you have at least one friend that you can call at any point, whether it's your sister, your roommate in college, a friend from 
elementary school, maybe someone from your childhood growing up. I think if you've got at least one or a small group of friends that you can lean on always, you can tell anything to, you can call at any point. You don't have to talk to them every single day, but you know, that's your person. Then I think you're good. Everyone else, if they're not fueling you, then they're stifling you, you know? Have a couple fans and people that you are equally as much of a fan of and leave it at that. Cool. All right. Oh my God, I leaned back again and here I am. I'm just, maybe it's this fucking bra. You know what it is? It is this bra. I never wear bras and I'm doing this thing where I'm like trying to wear normal clothes around the house when I'm working throughout the day. But I think I just need to reassess that situation. I feel like this bra and I have a toxic relationship right now and it hurts. It's jamming into my rib cage going straight through to my spine and I'm not into it. And men literally have to do nothing. This is garbage. Maybe I'm menstrual. I don't know. Here we are. I'm just so angry that men don't have to wear bras. Here we are. Next question. So if you, oh, I love this question. Okay. So this is from one of my favorite people in the world. If you know, you know. The question is, if you know you're going to have an unhealthy weekend, what should you do before and after? Thank you for this question. And I think that I have literally set us up with the perfect segue because I have already talked about my past two weekends. And so two weekends ago, I had 84,000 coconut milk margaritas. And if you're in Charleston, go to Pink Cactus, sit at the bar, go with one, maybe two other people, order a coconut milk margarita with Casamigos, as well as my computer doesn't shut down right now okay you're sitting at the bar it's gorgeous it's dark it's sexy it's a mezcal bar but it's not all mezcal you order a coconut milk margarita with casamigos sponsor me and then a half rim of black salt and an orange slice not a lime slice not a lemon slice an orange slice don't ask me for any other advice on anything in the world until you do that if you're in charleston or really anywhere coconut milk margarita with Casamigos, half rim of black salt, and an orange slice. Thank me later. Or the next day, you can send me an angry DM that I made you drink so many of those. They are so fucking good. Oh my God. So did that and then had a fair assortment of guacamole and chips. And then this past weekend, like I said, I had a bunch of those frozen Irish coffees. That last weekend, I had every drink that I and I'm not like a very restrictive person I obviously don't eat much animal but I definitely ate dairy I would say that I ate worse than I have in I don't know maybe a couple years at least because after we did the whole nachos alcoholic milkshakes all day and did um what else did we do nachos jake and i my boyfriend we went home and ordered a large i got cheese on half of the pizza a large veggie pizza he got sausage and cheese on his half and i just got veggie no cheese on my half the pizza was the size of my bed i ate a twin bed 
full of pizza. And when I say I ate half of a pizza and it was a twin, think about it as a king size fucking pizza. I was, I mean, I'm utterly, I'm impressed. I'm amazing. Who is she? She's, I'm so multifaceted. So anyways, this is a perfect question to have right now. So if you know you're going to have an unhealthy weekend, what should you do before and after? Great question. So what I would say, because this is exactly what I did. I knew that I was going to go out to these restaurants this past weekend. Have a, you don't have to have a super intense CrossFit workout. You don't have to go like to a gym. If you hit this class, kill it, blah. But I say, if you're going to start off the weekend, of course, you might not have to set your alarm. You might not have to get up super early. But I say, wake up when your body wakes you up, if you can, and then like give yourself eight hours of solar sleep so that you're at least, you know, you're settling some, like your maybe your hormones aren't going crazy. You're reducing a little bit of inflammation by getting good sleep and maybe minimizing some anxiety that might make you feel weird, whatever, just keeping you nice and healthy for getting seven or eight or nine hours. So you should still have your morning routine on the weekends. So what I mean by that is I don't mean you have to get up at 630, but get up when your body wakes up still do your hot water with lemon and a little bit of pink Himalayan sea salt. If you have questions about that, write it in a review on iTunes. Hey, um, do your hot water with lemon, 24 to 32 ounces of room temperature water. Do your coffee. I think that it is more important to either do like a journaling meditation or some type of quick meditation in the morning. Um, on weekends because some people really thrive with structure and if you're one of those people then throwing all structure out the window during the weekends is really not the way to go. I think that a lot of people work themselves up, give themselves a little bit more anxiety that's pretty unnecessary just because they think that the weekend they can just toss all routine to the wayside right? I think that the more you can stick to your morning routine and things you know make you feel good in the morning, you're going to set yourself up for a lot of confidence so that when you're going into your weekend, maybe you're going out to brunch or you know you're going out to dinner that night. If you know that you have accomplished a lot of things that have made you feel really good throughout the day, that will continuously help build confidence So that when you go out to dinner, you're already confident in your decisions. You're confident in the way you carry yourself. Even if you decide when you're going out to dinner with friends that night on a Saturday night or a Friday night, you've you've accomplished something and you don't care what people say about what you order. You, You can have the drinks that you want. And honestly, I feel like there's a little bit more shame happening if you decide to order something healthy at a restaurant. That's just coming from personal experience where people comment more on the healthy things that you may order at a restaurant. They're like, what are you doing? We're like out at this amazing restaurant. Why are you ordering like a big veggie plate with salmon? I'm like, because this sounds appealing to me and I'll still have fries at the table, but this sounds appealing to me. Why is that such a big issue? Anyways, personal thing. I think that by having a morning routine and staying extra hydrated throughout the day. Um, A lot of people think of this as, you know, an unhealthy weekend is eating really unhealthily, but sometimes it's not even a matter of 
what we eat, it's how we're eating. So if you're eating super dehydrated, if you're eating at weird times of the day, maybe you're just, maybe you're under eating, but you're eating not great things. So maybe all you had that day is a shit ton of chips and salsa. So volume wise, not a ton, but nutrient wise, it's a ton of calories for very little nutrients. So I think that by staying super hydrated in the morning and getting a little bit of movement in, one, you're setting your circadian rhythm by rising kind of with the sun as the daylight starts to happen. You're having your routine, you're having your structure, you're having your hydration, which is going to then start to equalize and normalize some of your hunger hormones. So the more hydrated you are, the better sleep that you get, the more your hunger and satiety hormones are going to be leveled out. Now, if you're not getting good sleep and then if you are not hydrated, then what what is called ghrelin, which is your hunger hormone, is going to get all out of whack. And it's going to say, okay, I'm really hungry when it's actually not. Or maybe your blood sugar is going to start to rise really, really easily because maybe you're eating um, really sugary things or really simple st- carbohydrates or like chips and whatever. Maybe you're eating things that are super unhealthy, high in saturated fat or really high in um, processed sugars and carbs. And Maybe maybe that's making you crash and crave throughout the weekend. So I think that a huge contributor is hydration. So I will tell you, on typically on Fridays, if I know that I'm going out to dinner on Friday night and I'm going to be like a tiny bit hungover, not bad, but just a little bit like off my game on Saturday morning, on Friday morning, I still make my green juice. I still make my green juice so that I have it ready on Saturday morning and I make sure I chug that because I'm getting in electrolytes, I'm getting in my potassium, I'm getting in different minerals that I might need to replenish myself and I'm getting in a ton of hydration. Hydration, hydration, hydration. Um, and Honestly, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just so bad at it. Oh, shut up. I'm sorry. We live in America. We live in maybe Charleston, maybe Charlotte. We've got some people in the UK. We've got some people, I don't know, everywhere. Um, So wherever you are, there's clean drinking water. Let's say you're at a restaurant and they don't bring you a glass of water. Ask for one. Maybe you are out and about at a house party all day ask for a fucking cup of water. Like, why are we complicating these things? Why are we saying, oh my God, I know I'm going to feel terrible tomorrow. Well, you didn't have one sip of coffee, Eileen. I mean water. You didn't have one sip of water. What you doing? I don't feel bad for you when you know that you're not even attempting to, to, what is the word I'm looking for? Bolster? I don't remember the word. When you're trying to um, prevent a little bit of a hangover or maybe a little bit of guilty, guilty feelings the next day. Drink your water, have a fucking green juice or a vegetable in the morning. If you don't have a juicer, it's not a big deal. Make a big green smoothie. You don't need protein powder in it all the time. It can just be fruits and veggies. Oh my God. Have you ever heard of it? It'd be amazing. Lots of hydration, lots of minerals, and then have your fun at dinner or lunch or wherever you're going right? Um, You can order a big salad. You can order big fries, right? So my thing is staying hydrated. And then on Sunday, I think that a big, big contributor is um, maybe not doing much caffeine on Sundays. So if you are one of those people that tends to be anxious on a Sunday, then I would highly recommend not doing caffeine maybe after even like 9.30 or 10 o'clock in the afternoon. That way, 
you know that you are not adding to any type of Sunday scaries. I know Sunday scaries are a huge, huge thing. A lot of people get super apprehensive about work coming up the next day. Maybe they did something not so great that weekend. Maybe they made out with someone weird at the bar. I don't know. COVID. Sorry. I just, you know, Charleston's pretty lax, whatever. But I, I think that if you do struggle and you know that feeling of anxiousness is going to happen to you, especially after you drink, drinking is a massive contributor to stress. It is a massive contributor to anxiety. So I would invest in CBD. I'll have a code for you guys hopefully in the next episode so you guys can check it out. But truly minimize things that will add to anxiety for that. If you ate like a massive meal or if you just feel super bloated and it was out of the ordinary, just know that whatever type of bloat you're feeling, it's most likely just water retention. Drink a lot of water. It'll flush away. Go for a nice long walk. Call a friend. Write something down. But my biggest, biggest, biggest advice would just be to stick with your morning routine on maybe whenever on Friday or Saturday morning build some confidence with by doing things that make you feel really good and strong and solid in your personal foundation so that I, I promise by doing this, not only will you be more mindful throughout the day, but I, I can almost guarantee you will start to crave different things when we're hydrated, when we've gotten good sleep, and when we have a good structure to our morning to start the day, there's very, very little chance that you're going to be as, you know, maybe maybe you binge a little less if that's an issue. Maybe you drink a little bit less. Maybe you eat um, something that you actually enjoy and that is healthy for you. I think that that's probably my biggest advice is just making sure that you have your morning routine nailed down. That would be incredible. Give that a try. If that works for you, let me know. Now I'm pulling up another question, two shakes of a lamb's tail. Also, checking in. How are we? How are you guys? What's happening? If anything, if you guys ever have any requests for the podcast, let me know. Um, oh, because we're so nonlinear because I've clearly forgotten how to do solo podcasts. I, like I have the microphone like down at my knee right now. Nothing is making sense. So one thing that I would also say truly, and I mean this from the depths of my soul. If you know you're going out to eat and you're like, oh, I'm going to be so bloated. Maybe you're going out to, maybe you're going out after you eat or you're going to a friend's house or maybe you're just going to a friend's house. They're cooking. You don't know what's going to be in it. Get the digestive enzymes. Get the digestive enzymes or organic. It's, it's no longer, if you're, if you haven't tried them and you haven't been able to figure out your bloating or any discomfort after you eat, not saying that you're not going to be full and that your body might slightly look different at the end of the day. Of course it does, especially if you are eating a big meal. But try out a digestive enzyme. I really think it would be beneficial. Remember, Aura Organics, I'll link it in the show notes, but the digestive enzymes are great. It's like having a bunch of little mouths to help you out. But my code is Eliza G 15 Okay. All right. So next question is... When, <laughs> I like this question. This is interesting and I kind of feel like I need to like plan out how I'm going to answer this before I say it. This is a weird, this is a weird question. I feel like I don't normally get questions like this specific, but okay. 
So when is it a good time to leave your job? Here I am, career coach. Like I said before, I can eat a half a bed of pizza. I can teach you how to poop and I can tell you when to quit your job. Awesome. So I feel like this is actually a more common question going on in people's minds that maybe they're only sharing with their close friends or maybe they're saying it as a joke or maybe they are thinking to themselves, oh, well, you know, it's just too uncertain right now with the world and everything that's going on. If I hear one more person say, with everything that's going on, okay, the world is a shit show right now, which means we all just have to adapt, okay? Flex your adaptation muscle. Things are very hard and things are going to continue to change. Things will always change. And if we continue to say that all change is bad and all change stems from XYZ, it's just, it is what it is. Take each day as you can, be a good person, fight for what you believe in, and listen to other people. Don't judge and just. Jesus, live your life still. You know that we have to learn to pivot. I think that the more you learn to pivot and the more you learn to roll with the punches. Do you guys know what that means? Do y'all know what roll with the punches mean? It doesn't just mean like you get punched and then just roll over. It doesn't mean that. It means you think about getting punched by like a, a punching, a, what is it called? A glove, a punching glove. Do you ever see the person getting hit Do you ever see Muhammad Ali just standing there, stoic, squared off, getting punched in the face and not moving? No. When he gets punched in the face, he rolls his whole body over so that he can soften the blow a little bit. He leans into it, not into it, he leans away from it. You roll your body with the punch to make it a little more natural and then you roll away from it a little bit and it goes away a little faster. And it's just, and that way you can get on to what you need to do. You can punch back. You roll with that punch. And if that's not what that means, do not fucking tell me that's not what it means because that's what I've always thought and that really works for me. So back off. You can think what you want. I'll think what I want. And that, I think my idea is better. So roll with the punches, right? So if you are feeling undervalued at your job and trust me, I'm not trying to tell anyone to quit their job when they don't have anything to lean on, no support or (laughs) no revenue streams coming in. That is not what I'm saying. You definitely need to pay your rent and to be able to survive. But I think that no matter what, you should speak up first. If you don't feel comfortable having a conversation with your boss because you just haven't had that kind of conversation before, I understand. Take a deep breath and go in there anyways. Like it's going to be a little bit nerve wracking, but I think if you go in prepared and say, listen, I love working here and I have always loved like the value of the company, but I just feel like right now I need to figure out compensation and I need to figure out, um, I do believe my value is worth X, Y, and Z. Either ask for measurable steps on how to get there, how to achieve that. I'm not saying if you're making $50,000, do not go in and ask for $250,000. It doesn't have to be like that. You don't have to like completely bankrupt this place. But 
I think that if you're having trouble in work and it's causing you anxiety every single time you go in and they're not showing you your value, then it's time to reevaluate. If you're constantly having these feelings, and when I say constantly, I don't mean every moment of every day, but if the majority of the time you're going into work giving yourself like a pep talk and thinking about it all day the night before, dreading it, if you're if it's making you miserable and it's occupying that much space in your mind, then I say it's time to start looking elsewhere with confidence. It is okay. I think that it's still respectful to give a two-week notice, and I think it's really important to not burn bridges where you can. When I left my job, I knew that I knew that there were there were a lot of things like tapping me on the shoulder, metaphorically, saying that I should leave, but. I knew that I also had income coming in through my nutrition business, so I thought, okay, it's not a lot of income, but if I lean fully into it, I'm confident that I will be able to make it work, right? So I think it is natural and okay to start looking for jobs as long as it doesn't interfere with your job. I don't think that it's really an excuse to like completely shit the bed of the job that you're in just because you're sick of it and you're looking for another job. I say like stay respectful to whatever position you're in. It's paying the bills. You don't have to love it, but until you find something that is stable, then for sure. But I think that if you're just spending a lot of time talking shit about your job and your position and about how unhappy you are, but you're not actively doing anything about it, then it's time to reassess. And it sounds like you are, it sounds like you're honestly probably bothering a lot of people around you. And maybe that's harsh, but I've seen it. And if you're not proactive, then it's like saying, it's like complaining all day that your thumb is bleeding. My thumb is bleeding. My thumb is bleeding. Put a fucking band-aid on it and put it over your head. You've got an open wound. It's just sitting here. I just don't understand the point of talking about something and complaining about it. If you're complaining about it at least three or four times per week, I can guarantee you, even if they haven't said it, your friends are sick of it and they probably want to give you advice, but every time they give you advice, you're probably like, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um... No, you don't. Otherwise, you would have left. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying you have to leave, but I am saying have a conversation with your manager. Even if if you are uncomfortable having a conversation with your manager, say that and just be like, hey, um, I know that you and I haven't had a lot of conversations like this. I haven't necessarily felt super comfortable coming to you like this. And if you really need to plan it out, then I think like have some bullet points, run it by a friend, run it, run it by yourself. If you can't look at yourself in the mirror and say it, there's no fucking way you're going to be able to say it confidently to a manager or a boss. I say walk in with confidence. Don't use non-words like, um, uh, like, like, no, know what you want. Walk in with big dick energy, not like you're demanding anything, but like you know what you're going in there to say. Don't just go in there to ramble and ask for compliments and reassurance. I can guarantee you most bosses aren't going to give that to you and maybe they will, but they won't give you a paycheck for it. I think that it would definitely be worth it to address it once, maybe twice. Actually, definitely twice. Give it a chance. Um, And if nothing changes, then it's time to start looking for things, right? And I'm telling you, there are so many jobs out there right now that are for creatives. There are so many freelance things. And if you just need, honestly, there are still waitressing jobs. Like, a, And I know that with COVID, people think that you can only do remote jobs and how am I going to learn and blah, blah, blah. Things are happening every day. 
businesses are still happening, they're pivoting, you have to be able to pivot as well. If you have no idea where to start, then I recommend getting a journal, writing out things that bring you joy, and writing out things that you do that make you feel the most magnetic and the happiest. Maybe it's paddleboarding. Maybe you work for like a stand-up paddleboard company doing sales. Or if you want to be out in nature and paddleboarding, maybe you lead paddleboard tours. Maybe you start your own business. And that's one other thing. I don't think that everybody needs to go out and create their own business in order to be successful. I think it's incredible. I'm super happy that I did it because I don't like telling, being told what to do on other people's time and I just know I have a big vision. But truly, you don't have to just like start a scrunchy company to be successful. You don't have to start a blog or a podcast if you don't want to. It's okay to work for somebody. It's okay to work for a company that you see value in. So start to think about it. And, and if you're applying to jobs, you're like, they wouldn't hire me. They wouldn't do anything. Find some way in. A lot of companies don't necessarily post their job openings all the time. Sometimes you really just have to email the right person, go on LinkedIn, get creative. You know, if you can't find your way in through the front door, go through the fucking chimney. I say figure it out. And if you're really that unhappy, you will figure it out. And if it's taking, and and I'll say this until I'm blue in the face, if you are complaining about it three to four times per week, then then you're honestly probably not. You're probably complaining about it way worse. That maybe is just out loud to other people. But if you're complaining about it every single day and you're like, fuck this, I'm not being given my value at all. I've been here for years and, but then have the conversation, right? Well, there's that for unsolicited advice. Um, I guess it was kind of solicited. One person asked, thousands heard it. Awesome. Y'all, I'm so happy with the solo episode. I think I blacked out. What did we just talk about? Anyways, so again, make sure you go into iTunes, send your girl some love. I don't even care if you tell me that you were like, Liza, this episode, what did you say? I couldn't understand anything. But I think there were some major takeaways here. Making sure that on the weekends, if you know you're going to have an unhealthy weekend, have your morning routine and stay super hydrated. Make sure you guys are doing some things in the morning that make you feel really good and confident. So go for a walk, lots of water, small meditation, get your mind fucking right before the weekend, and then don't beat yourself up. Start fresh, have some vegetables, get some good sleep, and you're great. All right? No biggie. And then the first question about toxic relationships, I think that reassess and see if you actually really desire to have them in your life. If you do, have a deep conversation with them, and if they're super defensive, then whoa, red flag. And then if they're people that have constantly proven you wrong or who have not had your back or are not supportive or you've really outgrown them to the point where it's almost holding you back and you feel like you're like you're just kind of if you just feel like you are hanging out with them to check it off a list then you don't need to do that it's okay all right I hope you guys have liked this episode I know I did even though I don't know what we spoke about but I'm so excited for the guests we have coming on next week And again, for Sadie Lincoln to be on here, it's going to be bomb. All right. I will talk to you guys next week. Have an amazing weekend.